Good evening. Welcome to the Dr. Zeus podcast. I'm on the road again like Willie fucking Nelson. So you know it's Friday night. Go. I had some dinner with a very good friend. Just discussing things. Matters of life. What Arnold Schwarzenegger's real name or his last name means in German. I don't think I can repeat it. But it's kind of self-explanatory, shall we say. It's Mr. Olympia weekend, hence why I'm talking about Anud, our former governor of California. I didn't always agree with him, but when it comes to fitness, he has said, I do not eat white flour, it's white stuff. Yeah, that's what he says, you know. He is the Terminator. Speaking of Terminators, last night I watched, I taped it. American Horror Story Apocalypse. Mm, no. It just was... It was not good. And I understand. Many of you that I know love it. You like it. That's great. I didn't like it. You know, I, I love the Terminator movies. I understand that. Because it's different. But I feel... You heard my commentary when I did the first podcast, American Horror Story, Big Vomit, and it was. I can relate to them in terms of, oh my god, it's been 18 months, and this is all they're fucking eating? Are you fucking kidding me? So stuff like that. Plus, you have these talented actresses, Kathy Bates, Sarah Paulson, shit, even Joan Collins. Where did they fucking dig her up from? I, 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 when I saw Joan Collins, it was almost like, are they bringing back Dynasty? Oh no. Steve Pock, talk about uh, when hell freezes over. You know? It's one big eagle, eagle song after another. So. But yeah, I'm very... It just was not my cup of tea. Southern tea, by the way. I love Southern sweet tea. Thanks to my friends. But it's Mr. Olympia weekend. Phil Heath has it. Uh, I love how some of his friends, Jay Cutler, oh, someone new. I, I, I don't buy that shit. Someone new. Are you fucking kidding me? You've gotten to this point. You don't believe in Phil Heath anymore. Someone new. What are you trying to spruce up the, you know, well, let's put the wool over their eyes. Fuck that shit, okay? Fuck that. And I've consulted many people who know more about bodybuilding than I do. Bodybuilding. Because I would like to get into it eventually. You heard it first. I don't know how I'm going to remain funny. Because I've always joked that, you know, if I get skinny, then I won't be as funny anymore. I don't know. With muscles. Here's the thing. Do I want muscles to impress people? Not really. I want them for myself. I want to be able to look at myself and think, ah, I'd do me, you know. Because self-love comes first. The rest of it, eh, you know. But I'm working on that. I'm working on that. But I want to feel good in my frame. And I look at that and it's like, whoa. That's like my brothers who like to build cars. 
I want to build myself like a fucking car, okay? You know, the stick shift, the Hemi engine. I, I want to look like, you know, I've got five of them. I don't know. But, yeah. It's just one of those things, people. One of those fucking things. And I'm very proud. I'm very proud of, we can look at someone like Phil Heath. And how far he has come for bodybuilding. He was originally a basketball player. He has accomplished a lot. Um, I am I am inspired by him. I am in awe over Phil Heath. You know, and I hope that he has a bunch of little Phils. I truly do. I truly do. But you know, it's not all about Phil Heath. It's about life. It's about Friday. I'm just passing the cemetery. So you know it's good. My One of my mentors is, is buried there. Her remains. I have many mentors. People like, oh, I have one mentor. I had several. Because there are always important people in my life, you know, that teach me this. Teach me that. And, you know. But I don't, you know, I, I have to give my parents credit. I don't hate them. You know, we're all totally different people. I will say this. My parents are highly, highly intelligent. I I don't want to say this, but I should. I, I, I wish that I was half times as smart as my father. My father is probably so intelligent. And, and he's a scientist. He could have been a world famous scientist, but he's not. And that's fine with him. My mother, the same thing. My mother is highly, highly intelligent can't put one over on her oh my god you know I wish I had their brains but I unfortunately have my brain my brain works sometimes and sometimes it's like hey let's go for a party you know shit like that but I I like to think that I inherited some of their intelligence some of it you know my siblings like to think they're smarter than me because they're married I disagree with that. But you know, they're they're happy. That's how what I see in marriage is they're happy. They're productive. I don't want to get married. I have my own ideas about life. I have my own, you know. I mean let's you know, lam bam, thank you, man. I'm fine with that. It doesn't make me feel cheap, you know. It is what it is. It's part of life. Driving through the boondocks. Fucking shit. Huh. I can't wait for it to rain. I, don't you just love how I just jump through shit, you know? I, I love it. I Now I have to watch these videos before I go to sleep of rain, thunder, lightning, hurricanes. I don't know. I've, I've always wanted... I know, it sounds sick. I want to fly through a hurricane. That's where I'm like, God, I wish I had my father's brain. Because that's the kind of shit he probably does. Oh, let's fly through a hurricane and study it. I mean, that is so cool. But instead, I'm studying humor. I'm studying what makes you people tick. You know, if I stick my finger up my butt, are you going to laugh or say, ooh, dinner time? You know, um, just different things. 
why, you know, oh, the belly laugh, the grandma laugh, you know, the drunk laugh. Um, I remember the first party I was ever invited to in high school. It didn't really make me feel special. It just made me feel, oh, that's cool. I get to go to a party. It was my friend Lori. I haven't heard from her in a long time. Such a nice, nice person. Had her moments, but very, very sweet. And she lived not too far from me, and she was throwing a party. So she invited me. When people from high school found out she invited me, they got pissed. You invited him, but not me? This one bitch, she called me Fagisha, and I was like, fuck you. So, it was a cool party, though. Um, I remember someone had a drink in the bag, and we all drank the bag. It was like something out of the Lost Boys, okay? Only we weren't drinking blood, we were drinking alcohol. Uh, it was funny, you know, we danced, I brought some music. It was a little embarrassing when I had to leave and I had to take some of the CDs with me. But, you know, it was almost like a Soul Train line. It was good times. It was 95, I was 14, not yet 15. Kind of like Britney Spears. I'm not 15, not quite 16, oops. You know, this is, of course, during, before the Catholic school girl. And... But yeah, it was it was funny. I remember my grandfather came to pick me up with my brothers in the car. And my brother says that they he saw a bunch of people throwing up or no, that was one of my friends on the on the grass. Some guy came in and said, "Hey, I'm Yogi Bear." And he threw up. That's what I remember. Got to remember this was 20 shit, 23 years ago. 23 years. Um, I was a freshman in high school. Listen to LL Cool J. Yeah, wishing I could do him too, but you know, we all have our fantasies. When I, <laughs> he still looks good. When I look at that Mama Said Knock You Out album cover, that, I don't care if he, now he gave up bread, fine. Who fucking cares? I thought he looked good then. That album cover is not only iconic. First of all, here is a man. People who don't like rap, I always tell them, listen to LL. He's rapping about love, lust, fucking money, booming systems, girls. He, he is observing. He, uh, I will go out of a limb and say that LL Cool J is sociologist in a way. He is looking at what we're doing. He's rapping about it. That's why Eminem was so inspired by him. And I think around the way, girl, you know, he's talking about he wants a girl with extensions and hair, bamboo earrings, at least two pair of Fendi bag and a bad attitude. He's, it's, it's just great. Mama said, knock you out. You know, don't call it a comeback. I mean... It's, it's classic. But that album cover, the music, the album cover, and it was something, it was something different. It was something new. So, you know. Yeah. But I, I'm a big LL Cool J fan. I always will be. You know. I don't watch him on TV because I listen to him. I don't need to go, oh, you watch him in NCIS. I'm sure he's a great actor. I loved him on In the House with Debbie Allen. It didn't do very well, but I loved it. 
you know, he had RuPaul on there. I mean, shit. He had, he had George and Wheezy. George and Wheezy playing someone's in-laws. You know, it doesn't get any better than that, you know? You're LL fucking Cool J, and you got George and Wheezy on your show. And then they give each other medical, medical alert bracelets. I mean, come on. And I'm doing the hands-free. I'm talking, driving. I have my phone on the dashboard. Yes. I did get a new one. I know. Why? In your Nancy Kerrigan voice. Why? Because I wanted to. Do I need it? I don't know. Susie Orman would probably disagree. You're old one, Barks, honey. Yeah, I don't know. My, uh, someone in my family has the the first iPhone X and it's nice it's little I'm happy now that the new one is as big as the the phone that I currently have and it's all screen and it's pretty you know and I bought an inexpensive case um I was gonna buy the one on Apple that's forty dollars I thought no because it doesn't have a screen cover because I want I, you know what the fuck is this shit I want a screen cover. This is what happens when you drive through the boonies late at night. Late at night. It's only almost 9 o'clock. Is it 9 o'clock? You know what premiered 30... Is it 33 years ago? The Golden Girls. Probably one of the most beloved comedies. And like Will and Grace. Funny as fuck. Winner. Okay, each one of the cast members won Emmys during its run. So, okay. Betty White. Rue McCullaghan. B. Arthur. And, and Estelle Getty all won Emmys. That's unprecedented. Unprecedented. Um, it's, it's an unprecedented, unprecedented. I can't fucking say it. I'm tired. Fuck me. Not now, but maybe later. But it, it's unheard of in Hollywood. And then it happened again in 2000 when, um, Sean Hayes and Megan Mullally won Emmys for Royal Grace. The show won the best comedy Emmy. And then in 2001, after 9-11, it was good to know that Will and Grace was making us laugh again. When Eric McCormick McCormick won his Emmy Award. And then two years later, Deborah Messing. So, Will and Grace has a history. A very good history. And then in 2006, after the first run, I don't know about this one. Um, the reboot. But the first run, the, the uh, Mega Mulally won her second Emmy playing Karen Walker. So, the Golden Girls and Will and Grace have a lot in common in terms of pushing the boundaries of what humor truly is. And 20 years ago, Will and Grace premiered. At first, it was a modest hit. 
it took the summer of 1999 to really bring it into the forefront. And then it became this iconic show. I would watch, you know, I was never a big Friends fan. I didn't understand that shit. And I don't want to, you know, I don't want to rain on your parade like Barbara. But I didn't get it. (coughs) The only time I liked it is when Brad Pitt was on there. Playing this guy that hated Rachel. You know, that was about it. But, and then here was the thing. I would only watch Friends on mute because I knew Will Will and Grace was going to come on later. So, you know, Will and Grace, the guest stars, Cher, uh, Gene Wilder, oh my goodness, Debbie Harry, um, you know, the, the list just keeps on, Sidney Pollack, Sidney Pollack playing Will's father, the late Sidney Pollack director of Tootsie out of Africa the way we fucking were bitches you know it was, it's one of those things I, I love Will and Grace the reboot it's hard to keep up with cause I'm like okay wait a minute that ending I don't know I lived with that Eddie ending for 11, 11 fucking years. 11 years. And then they flipped the fucking script. It was like Dynasty. It was like a dream. I don't fucking think so. Are you kidding me? I'm... <coughs> now, <coughs> I understand. Murphy Brown is coming back. How do I feel about it? I don't know. I love Murphy Brown. I love... It it pisses me off that you can't get it on DVD. That was a... I hope maybe with this reboot we get a fucking DVD collection. At, At the time when I was little, I didn't understand some of that humor. And then as I got older, I went, oh... You know... any better than Murphy, you know, I I almost refer to her as Murphy Brown, but her name is Candace Bergen. Candace Bergen is a genius. If Murphy Brown were made into a movie, she would have won fucking five Academy Awards. In fact, she was nominated for an Academy Award for Starting Over, where she plays a songwriter (coughs) who can't carry a tune with Burt Reynolds. Oh my God. You know, I, I loved her. I still do. I loved when she was on uh, Sex in the City and Will and Grace. Uh, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't get any better than that, people. Candace Bergen. Um, the guy who played Jim Dial. That's sad. I don't even think he's going to be on the new one, the reboot. Murphy Brown is a great, great moment in TV history. You had all these great shows. You had Designing Women, Major Dad, Murphy fucking Brown. 
I love. I, I would watch Murphy Brown with my family. That was a time when you could watch movies, TV with your family. My family, we would watch Magnum PI together. Fantasy Island. You know, doesn't get any better than that, people. And now they're bringing Magnum back, so I don't know. This is the Dr. Zeus Podcast, Friday night, fuckers. Unpleasant dreams, and fuck this administration. Okay, good night. Eat me.